Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. where we left off let's hear who we have at the table players and characters han will you begin hello i'm hannah playing winnie guardian of the shared sky brennan i'm brennan i'm playing brother arcos gerard priest of Furia. and rob i'm rob playing magnus Vale, master of day and night and i am amelia Som, your gm and each of you are contending with a shadow of yourself in one way or another. Just to recap where we left off after interacting with some sort of dark membrane, Winnie sort of pulled a shadow mirror version of themselves out. Whereas Magnus, followed by Arcos, upon crossing through the membrane, have found themselves sort of as three-dimensional shadows of apparently another version of themselves. Uh, Craig did not touch the dark membrane at all. As you all contend with what this means, let's start with Winnie. So after an initial struggle, you and your shadow are sort of joined at the hand. Um, if you sort of pull back, you can. You can't entirely separate, though. At any point, at least part of your fingertips or some part of your body must stay in contact. Um, but you've interacted enough to note that it's not just blindly mimicking and mirroring all of your actions at this point. Right. And you're sort of both standing there in a brief detente. Um, I am just gonna wait and see if it does anything. Also keep an eye on where Magnus and Arcos disappeared into the into the void. Yeah, um, you can see the area where they disappeared into the void. It is just as you can't see anything through it. Obviously, it's very deep and dark. Uh, but as you sort of are you just standing there? Are you sitting? I'm just standing. Just yeah, uh, no. your shadow self also stands. Um, hi there. Can you speak? It does not seem to speak. All right. 
Um, I look back at Craig. You got any ideas on what what's going on here? No. Great. Me neither. Uh, do you like feel anything? I mean, when I pulled my arm out, I tapped its arm and I could feel that. But other than that, all systems normal. Um, and as you're talking to Craig, you can sort of feel you, you're the shadow of yourself, sort of like just paying attention to what you're saying and like looking between you and Craig. It is odd watching it because it is entirely like in black. So you don't get like the shadow or like the, you, you don't get like the, you can't really see like the nose or the mm. eyes or the facial expressions unless maybe it turned in a perfect profile. And even then it's like, against this giant black wall so right. it's kind of hard to get form and it's and pretty also dark it's here dark in general outside, yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm looking at a black thing up against a black thing in the middle of a black night yeah yeah <laughs> great yeah you've got it okay great we're all on the same page here <laughs> yeah um but uh it is kind of looking at you expectantly like you can feel that sort of expectation right um well, I, man, I'm afraid if I try to, like, I want to, my instinct is to try to separate us, but I know that if I grab its arm to try to pull my hand off of it, either my other hand's going to get stuck or they're going to freak out. So I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best course of action here. Yeah, um, so valid. <laughs> um... Man, I don't know. Um, I think I'll just like offer like my other hand, kind of like just as a peace offering. Like, are you going for like a shake or I'm just kind of like you know, I don't know, just I don't know, a non-threatening, not a shake because you can't both, you can't really shake your both your left hands, you know? Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like out, um, yeah. Yeah, as you do that, uh, you see uh, Shadow Winnie. Yeah. Um, sort of pause for a second and very uh, gently sort of puts their hand in yours, left and left. And that moment of touch, you feel a you feel i think probably uh just the feeling of shame okay and there's pain and loss and pride and as her hand as you her hand is in yours all of these feelings come like surging through you and in your mind and kind of cycling and roiling and it's very intense um i think instinctually she's gonna pull her hand away yeah maybe a little too quickly yeah as you do um your shadow's hand doesn't like force on but sort of just like releases and it it hovers 
there um and they're just there looking at you they don't move toward you they don't attempt to comfort you and they just sort of stay there for a moment all right that was interesting well i don't know what to do with that um what happened um a lot of negative energy which you know looking at this probably should have expected but you know caught a little off guard there did it feel malicious I don't think so. I I think it was just I think when I touched it, it probably pulled whatever negative feelings that are that were already inside of me out and is now manifested. If that makes sense. That's my guess. Okay, so if that's, okay. So how do we put them back in? Is that is that what you do? You put them back in? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really feel that different, though. I am attached to it. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe we jump in with Magnus and Arcos. I, I, I really don't know. I wish I knew what was happening to them right now. Yeah. Um, can I try something? Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Um, so Craig kind of walks closer and, um, is it okay if I, and, kind of gestures toward the open hand of um, your shadow uh yeah just um be be careful yeah and uh he outstretches their uh right hand so it's kind of like holding and um as soon as he touches your shadow um you can see there's like a a notable change in his demeanor Mm -hmm. as they're now experiencing a lot of those you can infer a lot of these emotions that you uh felt and um but you did it for like a moment and pulled away and craig is still holding on and starts crying instinctively and does that for a few moments before eventually releasing, taking some deep breaths. Says, that felt pretty heavy. Okay. Um, 
I don't know. And I don't need to know anything about what's happening there. But whatever this is, you you have to this place is weird. I think you have to find a way to deal with this. That's a get through it. That's a pretty tall task. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh. Well, I. Do you do you want to talk? <laughs> um. <laughs> I can like pull mine out. I guess. I mean, you go in. I don't know. I'll show me. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not asking you to do that. You don't need to do that. Okay. Um. I mean, you don't. And you don't. You don't have to talk to me. I don't need to know everything. But no, it I, I. I probably there's like a lot of. Yeah. What? What did? You, what did you? feel most just now uh, it was all on top of and laced inside itself I think there was regret and pain and Loss and every for just a tiny, tiny moment, there was hope and relief, and then shame. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um. I've been trying to grab onto that little spark of hope. That's what we're all doing here. Um, and that's mainly because of all that loss and maybe all that shame. <laughs> uh, do you think, I don't know, do you think you feel shame about about grabbing onto the hope? And about that relief. Oh, yeah, probably. I've I've left some people behind. I've done some things. I've left some people where I shouldn't have left them, and that's why I want to get this over with as quickly as possible, so I can right that wrong. Do you have anyone to talk to about this stuff? I've got my sister, but she and I aren't on the best terms at the moment. Um, and the boys are the boys. We've all got our own shit. Um, you know, <laughs> my my wife was 
really who I used to talk to about everything, and she was better at this stuff than I am. But it's been a rough few years without her. Yeah. I think whatever this is, I think it's sort of connected to that. It's been years of things that you're keeping inside. Probably years of things you haven't been dealing with. Yeah, I'm uh I'm one to put others first. Especially nowadays. Um so in my mind, the fate of the world is a little more important than I am right now. I mean, the fate of the world is full of a bunch of people who aren't as important as the fate of the world. And right now, the fate of the world seems to care a lot about you. I guess so. Yeah, it's... um. I don't know. I I feel like I guess I can't I can't slow down for a lot of reasons. Slowing down would mean slowing down this whole process. Slowing down would mean me having to dive into stuff I haven't wanted to think about for six years. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Shadow Winnie. Has anything happened with Shadow Winnie? Um Yeah. Uh give me I guess a notice check. Okay, hold on. My stats out. What is my notice? D six that is a nine. Yeah, it was a pretty low uh, thing yeah. as you are in trying to discern things about yourself. Um, you can see Shadow Winnie just looking at you, the anticipation from that part where your hands are currently connected is palpable and you feel in addition to now that even when you moved your hand away all of those intense feelings you still can sort of sense through that other connection though not as strongly um but in addition to all of those you feel this font of compassion and a kind of sadness and it's that emotion when you just want someone to let you help but they won't uh, and that sort of resignation 
So I'm getting that feeling that they want to help me. Yeah, and they're waiting for permission. Okay. Um, I'll take its hand again. And you take its hand and are you going to give yourself permission to help yourself? What a scary question. Um, I think so in this moment, yeah. And you feel that. And you can kind of feel yourself while holding on, getting sleepier. And as you sense that, you are also struck with the realization that if you begin this, you don't know how long you're going to fall asleep for. You don't know what is going to happen to your mind. You don't know if this is going to take you off the very limited time frame you have for saving the world. You are giving into a lot of unknowns. And you're aware of that. And it's waiting for you to pull it across that threshold see here's the thing we've been walking through the unknown for an unknown amount of time and this is the first thing we've seen in a long time and we've just walked through walked past i guess our point of no return with that silver thread so like yeah let's do it let's go i'm all in and as you begin and you allow yourself to just entirely lose yourself to this moment, your eyelids are getting heavy, your legs are struggling to keep up your own weight, and this shadow version lowers you gently to the ground and fall asleep and as your eyes begin to close you can see it separate from you and you are lying down and drifting off and it turns towards Craig and that is the last thing you see do you allow yourself to drift off into sleep yep okay let's jump over to <laughs> The boys. <laughs> Let's go. It was boys I, trip. Sorry. I couldn't stifle the giggle. It was such a serious part. But you're like, the boys are the boys. <laughs> boys will be boys. Listen, we've all got shit. My fucking god. What we've all got line. shit. The universe is like, hi. <laughs> if you don't schedule maintenance, your quest will schedule maintenance for you. <laughs> <laughs> The gods all collectively looked at us and said, you know what, we need to put everything on hold so that they can get some therapy in before we resolve all this. Y'all are so woof. fucked up, we have to do woof. something. Yeah. Uh, give me a sec to pull something up. Not, It's not 
I just need to do this right now because this is a good moment to uh, have this ready for yeah. a minute. Take your time. Pull up that Tarask stat block that you've got in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tarask stat block. Oh, now that's therapy. Tarask therapy is what I'm talking about. It would be very on brand if Winnie's like trial was just like, oh, you just need to, you know, like, relinquish control and take a nap. And Magnus and Arcos are fighting for our lives against <laughs> shadow creatures. Like. And then you walk out and you have to do something with sleeping Winnie because she's just there on the ground <laughs> in a magical sleep. And Craig's there, too. Yeah. And your shadow now has autonomy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not great. There's now a shadow version of one of the deadliest archers of all time. <laughs> she seemed nice, though. She seemed cool. And she can Dude, probably navigate Winnie... this shit better than I can. <laughs> shadow Winnie? Oh my god. Be awesome. I want her hair I, I want to be like a black hole. <laughs> I mean, all of her is like a black hole. Right, but like, you know... Like a galaxy yeah. or whatever. Super deadly. Winnie gear solid too. <laughs> as okay. As we go over to the boys. <laughs> you two having crossed through the threshold. You see. And this is gonna be an interesting RP moment for y'all if you will come with me on this little uh, journey that I did not prepare you for. My apologies. Oh, we're here. Um, you, Magnus, and you, Arcos, as you walk through this threshold, um, are you you know yourselves to be the now in the shadow of like you can see actual Magnus and actual Arcos um, going through and you know that's you but you also know that you your agency is in this sort of three dimensional shadow that has been pulled through the threshold okay wait so, so what you- I'm Describe yeah. like what this looks like. So we like go through this barrier of darkness. You go through this barrier of darkness. Yeah. As so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ex- explain everything from three points of view right now. Amazing. So what we see as the invisible audience is we see Magnus and Arcos go through this membrane, and we see Magnus and Arcos come through the membrane, and almost in a weird sort of daisy chain as Magnus is pushing through and pulling Arcos behind as um, there is another Magnus holding on to another Arcos in shadow, almost as a mirror, and once, like, pulling through uh, the border. Okay, so is it like with Winnie that we're like all connected in yeah. one plane? Okay. Correct. So can I let now, go of Arcos's hand at this point? You you can. <laughs> okay. And it's interesting when you say, can I let go of Arcos's hand? Your shadow lets go of Arcos's shadow. And 
the original now the original Magnus and Arcos. I I think they also once they pull through let go. Okay, but it's like sort of simultaneous. It's unclear whether or not it was my conscious action as the shadow version or the other yeah. version of me doing it. You feel that your consciousness is in this shadow and you acknowledge that right now you are a shadow and that there is a Magnus there. And Arcos, you acknowledge that you are a shadow and there is an Arcos there, but you know that you are in this shadow and you're not sure what that other version of you is. So that's okay. your POV. We got the third person POV. And then I will say the POV of the Magnus and the Arcos is that of if you <laughs> it's I mean, if I may ask what how would Magnus and Arcos feel as they moved through the membrane and saw two versions of their shadows there? My God, I've gained weight. And that is what the Arcos who is not you says. <laughs> I have a headache trying to figure out which me is me right now. Is that a physical headache? I'm going to see if I can conjure some... See if I can do some healing. Or is that a metaphorical headache? I think it's an ache in my head over there that I'm feeling spiritually right here. So, okay. just to clarify, your shadow selves can't talk. So, this conversation... <laughs> would be the Magnus and the Arcos who are not the real yous. <laughs> it's weird watching my own face make the movements of speech. Oh, wait. You're so sorry to clarify. Because you are a dark shadow, they can't actually see your face trying to talk or if you're saying that out loud arcos cannot hear you because your shadows can't talk your consciousness is in your shadows which are operating similarly to the winnie shadow in that you can move but you can't speak you can't do anything okay. and the okay. other yeah so ta table talk for a second so table talk i I have to roleplay both the Magnus that is the physical Magnus reacting to the shadow consciousness of myself, but I'm not actually controlling the other Magnus. Yes. Okay. Be a fun challenge. Um, can I can I differentiate between shadow Arcos and normal Arcos? Yeah. I guess Arcos isn't normal. He's kind of fucked up. But so you know. So I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Here, let's let's like redo this just to like get everyone <laughs> on the same page. Yeah. Because let me. So let me tell you what's happening. You are in a shadow of yourself. Right. Okay. Okay. The. You're existing as this sort of three dimensional, like Peter Pan's shadow thing. You cannot talk. I mean, not that we'd get into it. You can't eat. You can't drink. You don't have any, like, openings and things. You are just stuck in a mirror, essentially. The... Your bodies 
are operating and functioning how you would expect them to, they don't seem to be aware that whatever it is, if it's your soul, if it's your consciousness and that sort of thing, they don't seem to be aware that that exists in you, in the shadow right now. Okay. Okay. So we sort of like cloned ourselves a little bit here. Where the where the uh, the original doesn't quite realize that the shadow is sentient. Okay, um, that's what, I think that makes sense. So we wa- so a physical bodies walk through the membrane. Those physical bodies, we became shadows in that moment, or we pulled through as this membrane. As far as you and- know, your physical bodies walked through that membrane, okay. and something happened where some part of your consciousness, whatever you believe to be you, whether you reconcile that as a soul, as an idea, what have you, has now been separated into this shadow. Gotcha. Your physical bodies are still alive. They're moving. They're talking. Arcos's comments on weight. Yours is studying your shadow quizzically but you know the real you is in this shadow and essentially they are not acting overtly hostile but they aren't doing anything so it's not necessarily that you're controlling your physical bodies here but I'm asking you as someone like what do you think Magnus and Arcos would do in this moment if you guys saw you guys pass through a membrane and you saw your shadows come through okay that makes sense to me Um, okay cool I think Magnus would say to Arcos This feels somewhat similar to the test in the crypt. That we must confront uh, our darker selves or something. Seems a bit on the nose for this realm. What does a confrontation look like? I think I can't answer that for you. And... As the bodies of Magnus and Arcos are having this conversation, what would you like to do as your shadows? I'd look down at my my hands and just be like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> you know, obviously, I wouldn't be able to speak, but I, I would probably just like look at my shadow self and just kind of admire that for a minute, just kind of in awe. And both halves, we're like we're still connected, right? Like we can't fully separate from our other body. Correct. Okay. Um, I think Shadow Magnus is gonna headbutt real Magnus. Okay. Coming out swinging. You headbutt real Magnus. You are. I'm gonna say connected at the hand because that's just convenient. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I like to think that real Magnus would headbutt you back. Uh, I would imagine it would be a simultaneous sort of just 
yeah, like both bonk. of you at the same time bonk each other in the head. Um, you don't feel anything. Like you, you kind of feel it, but it doesn't hurt. Um, you can see that the body of Magnus is in pain. And that feeling pain, you kind of get another sort of like, ow, that hurt. Like it doesn't feel physical, but you get like the idea of that pain around where your head would be. So real Magnus, I think, would like grit his teeth. I think I sort of imagine us now like just forehead to forehead, like two wizard rams, I guess. Um, I think Magnus would say, you're a right asshole, you know that. I've been trying my whole life to avoid fighting with you. Yeah, and I mean, you in your shadow can't say anything back to that. Um, yeah, I think I think they're just going to be like sort of deadlocked for a moment. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what's Arcos doing? What is the body of Arcos doing versus you in the shadow? The body of Arcos would, would walk up and say, <clears throat> I must confront my inner darkness. Step forth, darkness. Do and you... I imagine Dark Arcos would like, <laughs> like, do I really sound like that when I talk? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And then just cock my head and shake it and then like do the kung fu movie come here motion since i can't speak like you come forth and i imagine normal arcos would draw his mace (laughs) i would draw mine and we'd probably just like walk towards each other and just probably just stare stare at each other for a minute just be like all right one of us is gonna swing first here yeah um yeah you you guys are both standing at the ready um do you do you think either of them end up swinging because i i think that they both simultaneously lower their mace just at the same time and one of them like does like uh, i think body of arcos does a bit of a like a start (laughs) so i get the other one to jump but Shadow Arcos doesn't go for it, and they just lower it in perfect unison until it's resting. The maces are uh, resting limp at their respective sides. Okay. Both of you. Um, I was going to say both of you are sort of in a in a holding pattern at the moment. Imagine the body of Arcos would say. Magnus, how 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 are you faring over there? Um, <laughs> I think Magnus is not hearing you at all. Um, when you say that, um, so I think what happens is uh, Shadow Magnus makes the decision to bring his hand up and try to choke Real Magnus, which I would assume is reciprocated by my body. Um, after like a few seconds of them just like struggling in vain to sort of kill one another real magnus says so this is the plan then we just fight each other and kill each other and then have done with it we're connected you're not stronger than i am and i'm not stronger than you so what are we doing um 
and Shadow Magnus, um, like, tries to squeeze harder. And what Shadow Magnus is thinking is that he has sharded his personality into basically all of his worst aspects in this shadow form. And if he can get the real him to kill this version, then Magnus doesn't have to live with like all of the like fear and rage and like regret and like all of the terrible things he's done and can just move forward. So he's trying to like get the real Magnus to defeat him by like instigating this. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, uh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I would say as you're fighting with each other, you're trying to get a version of yourself that you infer to be your best qualities and you want your best self to win even though you feel your sense of self and all of your worst qualities. Um, you you fight and you struggle and you are both so evenly matched uh, but you it's interesting in this sort of shadow form magnus can't damage you directly and you realize at some point, I think because you are very astute, that all of the pain that you are feeling in the shadow form is pain and the sensations and emotions that the real Magnus, the body, is feeling. So you are, if you are choking each other, the pain you feel from choking isn't the pain necessarily of the body choking the shadow it is you experiencing as a shadow and as a reflection of this body the pain you're inflicting upon yourself and I mean you can get with that positive reinforcement this body within an inch of its life or more if you so choose um yeah, I mean, I think, like, it, it. this probably doesn't go on long enough to, like, really bring Magnus close to death. I think at a certain point in the shadow form, I, like, realize that, yeah, like, if this goes on, we will just, like, die. Um, I think real Magnus, as his face is turning a little bit blue, says... I'm learning that we're real good at hurting each other, huh? If only we were this good at taking care of ourselves and other people, huh? Maybe you wouldn't be so strong. I've been trying to separate myself from you. To leave you in the past. With all the blood and the screams and everything else that went wrong. I can't leave you behind, then I at least need to point you in a direction that isn't me. Or 
anybody else that I have a duty to. It's not just us anymore. I think Shadow Magnus loosens his grip and just sort of gives up, feeling kind of defeated that, like, he can't... I mean, there's not, like, he, he can't really do anything else besides just give up, I think. And you do that after the intense confrontation with yourself. Um, and I'm going to sort of put an idea in your head. Sure. As you exist in the shadow and you're looking at your hoarsely breathing, semi-exhausted body. I, I think it's fair that Magnus truly believes that this shadow self is all of his worst qualities and needs to be defeated. And maybe that's why even acknowledging that there you living as a consciousness within this shadow also agreed um and that idea that you were trying to get real magnus to destroy all of the worst aspects of himself even if that meant destroying a part of you that you consider to be a real you that you are experiencing as real, that doesn't strike as the behavior of an evil entity that is made up of all of your worst pieces. And as you look at your body, and in the same way where your shadow, as you're experiencing it, isn't all of you, you can see that your body isn't just the best qualities and your shadow isn't just the worst qualities. It's not that your shadow is the most intense or emotional qualities. It is who a part of you that just exists at the core of your being. And it's not connecting entirely with the part of you that interacts with the rest of the world. And there has to be some way to reconcile that. And we'll move to Arcos. You've both laid down your mace and are just stare down right now. Um, I would imagine, so having an out-of-body experience, right? Very, very fascinating that my, my consciousness is in my shadow and not my body. And I wonder if that would give some more perspective because the first thing that I think about is the interaction Arcos had meeting um, a form of, of Furia in the crypt of almost certain death, where in, where it was a cloud of darkness, <laughs> which is really not the expectation, not exactly was in the stained glass. Um, meanwhile, the body, I imagine, would think, you know, I don't know if physical violence is the way to go here, but probably <laughs> the instinctual aspect would be to try and conjure light or something to outdo the darkness um, as a way of thinking, you know, still not quite getting that, um, 
there's some parts of him that are maybe a little bit darker, but not necessarily immoral, just not the perfect image of somebody that he's always tried to pretend to be. Um, and I imagine the shadow, me, <laughs> would attempt to do the same and see if he could conjure clouds of darkness to counteract it and hopefully show him that it's, it's sometimes it's just part of who you are. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that the, the body of Arcos conjures light, which is easy enough to do. You've done it many times before. And the darkness of the shadow and the membrane behind are unaffected. They're still like Vanta Black, just absorbing everything. Um, and as you, Arcos, in your shadow, try to do the same to conjure darkness, nothing happens. I think at that point, um, if I want, if if I want us to work together, and my body doesn't, <laughs> I wonder what would happen if I just went forth and weird as it sounds, just tried to give him a hug, <laughs> just tried to embrace <laughs> my body, and um, in a really weird fantasy trope way, love myself. <laughs> You give yourself a hug and as your shadow self embraces the body, you see the body, uh, you know, go in for the hug and then recoil a bit as if overwhelmed by emotion and and then those emotions are sort of reflected back onto you in the same way that I described both Winnie and Magnus sort of only being able to experience the feeling, the shadow only being able to experience the feelings as they were projected through the source. And there is a lot of confusion there is a lot of uncertainty and doubt that Arcos feels often that you don't want to feel because it goes against what you believe in and it goes against the core tenets of your faith. And deep within that is this incredibly strong desire to do things the right way to live your life in a way that looks right to do what is expected of you from your peers from your church and from your god and in this moment where you allow yourself to just exist and love in an incredibly pure sense, expecting nothing, not trying to fix it, but just be there for yourself. You, you can think back on what Firia told you 
about this nature of light and darkness and these emotions of confusion and uncertainty, they don't go away, but they are able to live next to each other in the same way that light lives amongst shadows. And there's this peace that feels you're not entirely sure where it comes from. But it's its own kind of certainty that if there are some metrics by which every soul is judged, or maybe just the ones who follow Furia, or if there are expectations, if there are rules or laws or doctrines or religions that govern the way that you are supposed to live this life, they don't come with punishments. They don't come with rewards. They exist to help make sense of the chaos of the world. And as they are helpful, you take them. And as they are not, you leave them behind. And you're holding yourself in that embrace. You don't feel as alone. And whether that is the presence of Furia, whether that's just a feeling of a relief that you haven't gotten yet, or whether that's just the nature of this space is up to Arcos to interpret however he wants. You're there. And you are held. Han, do you think Winnie dreams as she sleeps? Yeah, for sure. Yes. What do you think she needs in this moment? She probably dreams about Avi. Just the two of them. Yeah, I think... I think it's a mixture of memories that you've had all cascading into each other, of playing together when he was born, of the moment you've seen them, and they all bleed into one another, and it's beautiful. And then there are dreams of when you get back and the world is safe and everything is fine and what it's going to be like. What is Avi going to be like when he gets older? How is he going to feel about you? What are you going to be like? Sending him to school? Cooking him pancakes in the morning? Do you think you guys live in Rel in this dream? Um, I think they've probably moved back to Aranox in this, uh, dream timeline of the world being saved, I think they go back to Aranox. You go back to Aranox. And your sister comes and visits. And and it's nice. 
And in that way where a dream can be a thousand years or just a fraction of a second, it holds you and it stays with you for as long as you need. And at least in this dream world, there are still the consequences. You still feel like the emotions. It is still hard, but you've moved to a place where all of those things have been worked through, where there are not resentments, just remembrances. And it's like living a version of your life that I don't think you would think you deserve. And as you nod off at some point in those dreams, you're no longer in the forest as you awaken. You're floating in water, an infinite ocean. There's a gentle current, lazily drifting you backward. And you look up, and you can see planes in the world, stars and universes, pinpricks in the distance. What goes through your head? I think... So my first thought when I heard that was like those sensory deprivation chambers. So It's very much what it feels yeah, like. Um, but then I realized I don't think I've ever thought about Winnie being in water. So I think she maybe can't swim. So that might be jarring at first, but... The fact that she's not actively <clears throat> trying to keep herself afloat, she just is afloat, calms, is calming. Um, but I think after all of that, getting past all that, I think looking up at the sky is very relaxing um, and very just like mind-numbing, I guess. Um, yeah, just kind of letting herself go in this moment. You do that, and you float for a very small eternity. And the water moves, and it changes shape, and you feel storms, and you feel waves, and none of them None of them hit you or hurt you. And you hear a voice unfamiliar to you. And it says, I miss this. Well, what happened? I 
I changed. We all change. Change can be good. It is. What's your name? you are looking at it as someone who has does not know how to swim I imagine you have a healthy fear of the ocean as you're looking up at a hundred must be at least a hundred foot wave it crashes into you you wake up coughing sopping wet on the ground in the forest Your shadow, nowhere to be seen. Well, <laughs> I gotta stop asking the identity of these things because they just keep hitting me with the <laughs> elements and I really don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> the data is it. <laughs> Primordial beings hate being asked for their name. <laughs> um, is Craig around? Yeah. Speaking um, of primordial beings. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time this has happened. If like it's 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 weird and if I had a nickel every time it happened I'd have two nickels, but it's like it's weird it's happened twice, whatever that saying is, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't a lot of nickels, yeah. but it is weird that it happened twice. <laughs> Craig uh yeah, you see Craig kind of has um, their hands in their pocket and is just sort of looking at, like, the membrane. Standing. Well, how long has it been? Uh, hard to say. We've been low on food for a while. I would say maybe a few days. Wow. I've been out here for a few... I've been sleeping on the ground here for a few days. Yeah. Well, all right then. Um, I'm gonna... If you <laughs> if you grant me some uh, whimsical fey magic right now, um, I think she's just gonna stand up and just kind of whoosh all the water off of her. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'll be uh, touching that thing again. Yeah, no, it's uh it's intense. Um meanwhile, Magnus. Yes. You have decided to not murder yourself. We're making a lot of progress over here. We're making a lot of progress <laughs> over here. Um Who are you and what have you done with the real Magnus? <laughs> now what happens? Um, it's a great question. I think the Magnuses, the Magni. Mm -hmm. what, how do, what's the plural of Magnus? I don't know. 
the two wizards sit down, um, sort of like not quite crisscross applesauce, but just like down and I imagine that like they're sitting with like a knee up and then like the shadow and the real body is connected like at the foot. Yeah, that that's actually also what I was picturing. Um I think the real Magnus says, Look. It's clear that I'm not gonna survive without you. But I don't think that you need to be so hostile either. We've lost a lot. And I'm sure if I take you back into me, I'm gonna feel a lot of things I don't want to be feeling. The truth is, is that we need these feelings. Without you, I would be so much worse. Every bad decision I've made has helped me make a better one in the future. And that's what you're here for. If I could bottle you and give it to every young person before they go and start their life, I would. I just want to get to a place where we can live for something beyond ourselves and our survival. We have people to take care of now. There's a boy that's missing. And so much else on the line. What do you say? Wanna give this a shot? Um, and Shadow Magnus, um, I think, like, stands up toe-to-toe with real Magnus. Um, and then I think both bodies just, like, walk and, like, turn into each other and just, like, mesh, like, over each other. Okay. A couple of things happen as this happens. Sure. As you stand up, the first moment you, you touch as you begin to mesh, you are struck with the fear associated with every bad thing you can ever remember think of doing. Every time you came too close, every moment you were uh, with the browl, every, every single instance where you realized that you had so much power and so much mastery and control. And sure, yeah, a lot of those moments coincided with pain. But some of them were beautiful. Some of them you helped people. And at the same time, you're justifying in that sense, you're also experiencing all of the times when you knew you were in the wrong. Um, And... It's all layering into its, each other as it's layering into you. And there is a moment, though, where you know you just said to yourself, these memories and these decisions and that pain, you've used that to grow into a better person. This might be the last chance. You could. You've cut yourself. If you severed it right. You haven't even really tried doing any magical solutions here. You just beat yourself up a bit, which is a bit brutish. Maybe maybe you could figure it out and maybe you could cauterize 
all of the worst parts of yourselves and maybe the madness that would be left would be better to have the memories from the lessons without the pain that comes with them. Maybe that would be a madness that could fix things. Maybe that would be a madness that's more like the memory of Mortalia. She figured something else out that you didn't. Are you willing to give up that opportunity to study? I think, yeah, I, I think it it's honestly doesn't really come much to Magnus's mind because I think the way Magnus, the real Magnus, is experiencing this in real time is at like a great moment of loss where like it hasn't like none of the adventure of the past like few weeks in this forest has been about magical prowess or your ability to like discover some hidden secret it's a lot more about like persisting and like existing it's a lot more existential and the rules in the Feywild aren't the same as regular existence so Magnus in this moment I think maybe does think a little bit about trying something unique but he thinks back to all the times that he has used magic to brute force a solution where none seemed to exist and it created a whole host of other problems and i think when it comes right down to it he's not willing to cheat his way out of you know like he's not willing to cheat and lobotomize part of his psyche to overcome this and i think with that realization with the knowledge that not only does all magic come with a price, and, and sure, this is weird Feywild rules, but there is a kernel of truth there that even in like the quote-quote real world that you're used to and the laws that govern it, they're, not, they're more malleable than they seem in both directions, both as they are affected by the magical and the mundane and how consequences are meted out for decisions. And that understanding that you can't out-magic your way through things forever, even if you could for a little while. And that reconciliation, your shadow joins with yourself. You are again reunited. And as that happens, Arcos, the embrace that you had with your real self as the shadow of all of the insecurities and uncertainties, you feel that embrace tighten, not painfully, but it wraps around you until it is within you, until all of that doubt it folds inside yourself. It doesn't go away. It doesn't feel like a chain at your feet. Moments have passed for you. Days for Winnie, who feels maybe the most rested you have in quite some time. And 
in the way that you don't notice the color come back to the world as your eyes adjust to darkness. There's just darkness and then there's texture and gradient and light and shadow. That membrane that separated the two of you. It's no longer, sorry, the two of you, the two groups. It's no longer there. You're face to face with your party. And to be clear, Magnus and Arcos do not look rested whatsoever. <laughs> no. Yeah, Magnus Magnus looks like he has the shit beat out of him. Arcos honestly probably doesn't look that much different from uh, Ben. <laughs> Winnie looks fine, especially as like Winnie's the only one that's come close to having a shower in the past like God knows how long and then doused with water and cleaned it off. Um and I don't know, Craig is just Craig. No one his vision journey happened while Winnie was unconscious. So, uh, Craig looks a little tired having spent a few days just kind of, I guess, watching it over an unconscious Winnie. <laughs> I'd like to try something. Sure. If, if you'll let me. Can I pick up my mace and have it emanate energy again and see if it looks a different color than holy light? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So I'll just pick it up, like, <clears throat> uh, give me a second, you all, and hold it up to the sky, and then just cast a spell. You you hold it up to the sky, and as you did earlier when you first met your shadow self, when you're just trying to conjure light, you're not trying to do anything, mm. you see this beautiful, radiant light shine outward from it. And then a moment, you sort of feel, as you wonder, what has changed within you and that radiant light dims and you see a deep darkness emanating as well. <laughs> awesome. So you I'm can going... do either way. <laughs> I'm going to uh, uh, put the mace back. I, I was going to sheath. You're going to use a sheath. Uh, whatever strap holds it on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how maces work, but yeah, your mace is back where it goes. <laughs> And hold a hand out to the battered Magnus uh, and say, um, <clears throat> you know, maybe things are finally starting to look up, huh? Um, Magnus just looks at you and like, like snorts at the pure just hilarity of saying that after that encounter and <laughs> takes your hand and stands up and says, well, at the very least, it seems like I don't need to be holding your hand that much longer. Um, and, um, yeah, Magnus looks like shit. He's, like, not having a good day. I mean, yeah. improving, but having uh, just a terrible time. Um, Y'all look like shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh... Nothing important. Uh, oh Magnus yeah, nothing important. Start. Nothing important happened. Mag nothing important happened. I just went through like a a whole thing, and you dove yourself into that thing, and nothing important happened. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, just uh huh. I just need a second. I mean, it just happened. I mean, I know it's been. I know you took a nice nap, and we're able to have you know your brain process some things, but it's pretty fresh. Magnus is saying this, and he's taking off his like wizard robe, and he's like 
I think out of a bag, like pulling out like some pots and pans and like he's basically going to start a fire and boil some water and basically like improvise like a bath for himself. Um, I thought you going to make soup, but honestly, no. that might be better. We probably um, stank out here. And just to use some water to like, con- like use some magic to conjure water into some buckets um, and just like start, start washing up a bit. You know what they say back in Forlorn. If you don't look like a dog's favorite shoe toy, you're not trying. I haven't heard that Is one. Is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> this explains a lot about... A lot. <laughs> Craig says, narrowing their eyes at you. I, I can't disagree with that at all. <laughs> um, but as, as you do this... Um, one thing that is important to note is as you, Magnus and Arcos, have crossed through that threshold, it's been, you know, maybe a few minutes. Uh, you weren't, aside from like uh, the general, like, okay, I've walked through this thing and there's nothing immediately about to kill me. You didn't really get a good look. You didn't take a chance to take a really good scan of what lied on the other side because at first it just seemed to be more forest. Now that you're all there and you're taking a moment. You notice that the forest extends for a while. And then you can see a large wall. You have an easier time seeing this wall because the sun is beginning to rise. It is approaching dawn. Oh, have you ever been so excited to see that? I feel like I can breathe again. I'm just worried about what's on the other side of that dawn. That's give us a second, winning. <laughs> um, oh. I think Magnus is going to also, while he's cleaning up, take a sec. I think he's also going to. Um, I feel like Winnie would know how to do this. Winnie, would you mind terribly giving me a haircut? Oh yeah, for sure. Um. I think I think this is probably a normal thing that happens every now and then <laughs> with Arcos and Magnus when he gives a haircut to them. I'm gonna grunt. He's like, <laughs> um, you know, while you're at it, you have the clippers out. And, yeah, yeah, you know. I got you all. Don't worry. Um, Thank you, Winnie. Anything different this yeah. time, or just the usual? Top uh, nut. Thank you. <laughs> We're chopping all mine off. I think. Taking it close into the scalp. Like all the way to the scalp? Uh, leave a few inches up top. All right, can do. She follows your uh, orders. Oh, I want you to roll for this. <laughs> <laughs> roll for new oh, haircut. I don't want to fuck up Magnus's hair. It's so good. <laughs> Hold on. What am I rolling? Great question. Um, What approximates? Haircut. Common Agility. Um, agility. Um You're fighting the hair, <laughs> so fighting. That's all like we if, aside. if we're rolling fighting, we've already we've already made so many mistakes here. <laughs> um yeah, agility is all I got for you. Performance, um, but I'm unskilled in that, so not performance. <laughs> okay, I'll let you roll agility. Okay. You just need a single raise. Okay, I can definitely. Wouldn't if you get two raises? It looks real nice. Okay. Um, 
That is a 12. Oh, yeah. You've done this several times before. You're very oh, skilled fake. at it. <laughs> How's it look? Um, yeah, I guess Magnus like looks in the reflection of like some water um, and says, it looks good. Thank you. And I think like Magnus like looks at a few of the like strands of hair that were cut off and he says, Winnie, I know you just spent a lot of time in monochrome colors, but am I going gray? A little bit. And honestly, like, that's just how how time works. You know, it's about time for you to get some grays and stress. It's about time. I'm not that much older listen, than you. Listen, <laughs> me, Hannah talking, I'm getting grays at the ripe age of 26. So, like, I mean, Magnus <laughs> is, what, 40-something? So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, minus 40. <laughs> um, you know, with age and stress and, you know, it's bound to happen. You, yeah. should, you should just embrace it. Honestly, some people look really good with the, with the salt and pepper. I think it's becoming of you, Magnus. Think about it. What would the world's greatest wizard be without a little bit of a trophy to show his long night's studying or blowing shit up or whatever you've lived a long powerful life you need some need something to show for it i well it's no pension but i suppose it's a good enough gift for living this long <laughs> think about it the first time you blew up uh, the building casting a fire spell that went awry you telling me you thought you'd live to your early 40s I didn't think I was going to live much past 18, to be straight with you. Now here you are. Exactly. Here we are. It's an achievement. Not everyone can have my hair. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get for spending all your time in Ulfair. Well, the main sticking point of our relationship, Winnie, has been how envious I am of your hair, clearly. It's natural. I think most people are. Is it natural? Mm. <laughs> it's natural to be envious. Like <laughs> <laughs> the hair is at least supernatural. The, the hair is the coolest part about Winnie, so I'm gonna flaunt it. <laughs> uh, as you guys are, are all saying this, Craig says, "Well, all this hair conversation is great. We do have a world to say, so." How about we get going, old man? And uh, Craig just starts walking in the direction of the wall. How dare you disrespect your elders? <laughs> Magnus shouts after him. Um, and uh, then Magnus he uh, looks you over. off a little bit, <laughs> like over his shoulder, not turning back. Yeah, stick it to the man. The old man. Uh, I've been sticking it to the man before you were a twinkling whatever yeah, your parents' yeah, eyes grandpa. were. Yeah, yeah, grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, let's get you, let's get you over the wall. <laughs> fine, fine. I'm so old, Arcos, carry me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick him up uh, <laughs> just with one arm, <laughs> which means you'd be like eight, eight feet off, nine feet off the ground and just be like, I heard the retirement plans and forlorn are excellent. We could find a nice little home for you. I can feel it in my bones already. <laughs> the arthritis is coming for me. Well, don't waste away to dust before we're done with you. 
I don't know. I think I fear the grave calling. And on that note of the calling grave, <laughs> as you approach the wall, as the sun rises, as you approach dawn, we'll pick up the story next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because 
I don't know. It's it's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's... That's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, That's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.